Hello, and welcome. This is Pastor Deborah, Agape Love, Love is Here Ministry. And this is the introduction to the webcams, to all the videos, and I wanted to introduce you to me before you got started. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what the webcam series are going to be about. I wanted to let you know that the first series uh, is going to be a rediscovery series. And as we travel through and we learn and grow, there will be more and more series of rediscovery. I want to let you know that I'm in a bedroom. I have been highly trained and educated, and I am coming to you as a partner and an ally of the most highest and mightiest general there ever is. Agape love. I like to use the analogy that in World War II, in order to set millions and millions and millions of people free, an entire continent, nations, and resources, and the next generations and the next generations, it took allies and partners from many, many nations, highly trained in many different areas, all coming together. For one purpose, to set people free. Free people cannot stand the thought of other human, humans and humanity being in bondage and slavery and can't get free. So I serve under a general, Agape Love, Love is here. Agape Love is the most powerful general there ever is. It will take you beyond all borders through every nation. It doesn't need any papers. It travels in a world that most people don't understand nor see. I am sort of a resistance fighter, an underground fighter. But I'm also out in the open, a teacher. And these videos on webcam are going to be teaching lessons. There will be many different series that will come along to help you. And I hope that you enjoy them and that you get to know me and you get to know yourself and you get to know others. So enjoy the webcam videos. Some of them have different lengths, but the main goal of each one is to bring hope and encouragement to you, the person that you have not yet met, the person that has been hidden from most of yourself, but not from others, and to help you discover that there is more to you than you know. And because I am a trained fighter, and I work very closely with Agape Love, we're going to be doing some, setting some things free. If you've ever watched any of the World War II stories, and how... Europe was invaded. Some of the countries invited the people in. Some people welcomed. Other people did not have a choice. And yet they all ended up in the same place, bondage, to something that was more powerful, more vicious, and tormenting, and vexing. So here we are. Since humanity began, we have had problems in our hearts and our minds, feelings and our emotions. And boy, we have tried to figure it out. 
And there's a good article, uh, a video that you can watch called Equal Partners. Because a lot of us don't understand what is going on with us. Why do all the problems that we all want to solve and live in peace and harmony and have a wonderful life, why can we not solve them? There are so many smart and intelligent people all over the world in every nation going to school, learning, trying everything they know how to help humanity. Their hearts are so wonderful that they love and they don't like to see anybody hurting and vexed and tormented. And they're trying with every ounce of knowledge they have to figure it out. And there's resistance fighters such as me that we know you have to have something stronger than what we know. Throughout history, most of humanity believed in a connection to a higher power. And that higher power was a loving higher power. And it wanted to help us. And it wanted to touch us and caress us and be a part of our lives. Well, somehow, things got messed up. And we no longer really invite a higher power into our lives to help us. And we have turned mainly to other ways, which is working some. We are getting some results. But this enemy that's unseen that continues through thousands and thousands of generations. doesn't seem to end. The war has been never solved. There's little breaks every now and then. But it goes on. Everybody's asking the question, how do I stop it? How do we end this unseen war that attacks us, that attacks our children and our loved ones? How can we find peace? How can we get along with each other? And yet there's no answers. Humanity seems to be trapped in bondage and slavery to unseen enemies that it cannot see or hear, doesn't believe in. So it has no answers. And we all put along trying to figure it out. We're trying so hard. Every nation is trying. Every educated person, every mama, every father, everybody. We even got dogs and animals trying to help us and love us and support us. All of our spiritual leaders are trying to help us. We're all trying to be free. And we're trying to get somewhere, but we don't know where. And we don't know how to get there. So I'm here through these videos to help you. I am a special person. As I said, I'm a resistance fighter. I go undercover. I travel in that unseen world, unseen realm. I also travel in the natural realm. And I live in a home. And I do a lot of other things. But I am a soldier in a war as an ally, desiring that many others come along with a God to help set people free in every nation from an unseen invader that has set up, entrenched itself, embedded, entombed itself in our lives, whether it's in our spirit, our soul, or our physical body. And it rules us and reigns us and torments us into deep slavery and bondage. And we don't know how to get free. So hopefully 
these webcams will begin to give you hope that there is freedom and to rediscover ways that have been long forgotten so that we can come together as allies and partners in a world war that crosses every nation, every boundary, and we can defeat this enemy that has tormented humanity since its beginning. And we will learn how to fight back, how to resist. We'll know it when it shows up, and we know what its goals are. So enjoy all the webcams. I hope to get better at this. This is kind of new to me. I'll still keep making the videos. And if you want to email me or contact me, you are welcome to. My email address is Pastor Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, at agapeloveishere.org. You may link to me on LinkedIn at Pastor Deborah. Love is here. There are some videos on there. Also, you may, I'm on Twitter under Pastor Deborah. Love is here. I also have a YouTube channel called Hidden Kingdoms. There's a lot of videos there. I'm all also on four different podcast platforms. I think it's iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Intune. So if you have an Alexa or something, you can ask for Pastor Deborah. There are some uh, audios you can listen to. And also, I have the website, www.agapeloveishere.org. I'm already currently in partnership with people in Nepal and Kenya, Philippines, and here in America. And if you wish to call me on the phone, text me. Now, I do not have a smartphone, so I'm not up there yet. Uh, at 1-850-501-5040. That is Central Time in the United States of America, Pensacola, Florida, which happens to be about three hours east of New Orleans. Beautiful beaches. Kind of hot right now. But been here a long time, and I am learning how to do this webcam stuff. So hopefully I'll get better, and I will be able to teach better for you. So enjoy each video, and please feel free to email me with questions. I'll get back to you. We got a war to win and people to set free. You are invited to become an ally, a highly trained soldier, and a partner with the mightiest general there ever is, Agape Love, and help set people free. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah. Hello, Pastor Deborah here, and welcome once again to the King and the Kingdom series. We are currently in the garden where I'm the shepherd of, even though when you see me, physically I'll be in my living room. But spiritually, we are somewhere else. This is one more episode of the King and the Kingdom series. And we've been talking a lot about the Word. It's very important that we have good foundational understanding of the Word. So how it relates to us, 
how it desires to be the king and rule this kingdom of spirit, soul, and physical body. We have lots of teachings on it. This one is entitled, How is a Word Created? You know me, I got three points. One, what source? Where do they come from? Two, what do they do? And three, how are they stored and where and why? Words are powerful. We all communicate. We all have nonverbal communication with our body, our hands. We speak with our mouth. Mama can communicate with her eyes and her eyebrows. We communicate in pictures, art. Nature is communicating to us. We write poems, songs, music. The sun is communicating to us. The atoms and the neutrons communicating. The earth and nature, they have a voice. But how is a word created? Does it have a source that they come from? And if they do, how does that source create a word, a picture, a communication, a symbol? How is it done? Anybody know? Well, well, we got a lot of learning to do. We'll have to talk about the word in many different realms. What? There's all sorts of ways. Different realms require different mechanisms and different way the word comes from, the source, and how it's created. Let's start with something we all know. We all have five senses. They all communicate to the natural world. They all tell inside brain if the world is safe. Does that food taste good? Is there any enemy near? Is something beautiful through my eyes? Now let's say I look at a flower. My eyes look sees a flower. Now what? What happens to that image of the flower through my eyes? Are my eyes just a lens of a camera taking a picture? Do they just become digital electrical chemicals up here? Is it just a picture? If it is, what do the pictures do? How are they stored up here? This picture. This word that my eyes saw. Where are they stored up here? And why? This is just the biological part of us. I see a flower. I take it in. 
goes to my biological brain. Now what? To help you out, we're going to look at a movie. Neo, here is this biological body hooked up to a machine in a power plant. There's all kinds of stuff coming in. And he's being fed a computer program of images and pictures and sounds to his brain, to his biological brain. And his biological brain is receiving the signals that's being sent into it. Now, his eyes are not opened. His five senses are not working. In uh, the occult world, in multi-generation, you would call him in the tank. He's in a sensory deprivation solution. He has no concept of that there's walls. His eyes are not open. His ears are not hearing. He's in a sensory deprivation tank. And in that place, the biological brain is trying to make sense of things that are being fed into his brain through this computer system called the matrix that he knows nothing about. So that world that he lives in, he's sort of living in two worlds. He's living in a world of sensory deprivation. He's in that kind of gooey stuff in the power plant. Now, he does not know that. He's never walked. He's never used his mouth, his vocal cords. He's sort of like in the womb when a baby's in there being developed. But his senses, his five senses, are not activated. They're in deprivation. We find what happens when you get in that, that the biological brain becomes deficient. One of the great stories to see that was Helen Keller with Patty Duke Austin as Helen Keller and Anne Bancroft as Annie, her teacher. When she became deaf and blind, her senses could no longer bring in information to her brain. Her brain became stunted. It lived in darkness. Didn't know what was anything. Didn't know anything. So when your five senses are distorted, blocked off in deprivation, we have a problem. Now in Neo's case, these machines were hooked up to the back of his neck, right back there in the back, feeding the brain stimuli. I don't know what it was, if it was light, computer images, zeros and ones. He was, it was feeding it and telling the biological brain of Nia what his life was, what he did. His brain was believing that he was in a real world. But he was in his five senses. His real ones were in sensory deprivation. But yet, information was coming in. So a word, if I look at a picture, and this is what Neil learns later, 
when he goes into a construct program for Morpheus. He says, you see that chair? Neil touches it. Yeah, I see the chair. It's not real, Neil. And Neil goes, what do you mean? I can see it. I can touch it. He says, it's a computer-generated program. It's going into your biological brain that tells your brain through signals, electrical stuff, it's real. And your brain believes it's real. And he goes, that chair's not real. And then Morpheus says, what's real? If what you believe is real, looking at the flower now with my biological eyes, and I believe that's a real flower. But in here, that picture gets changed to electrical, chemical, digital. I don't have flowers in my brain. don't have a chair. It changes form. And it's stored somewhere in memory as a picture, a digital picture. Well, what's that? How can a word be created in here. Who's having thoughts? What part of you is speaking? What is a word? Is it a form of communication? Is it an expression of something? Is it you interacting with something? Is a word descriptive, telling you something about something? Is a word describing an action? Is the word made of? What is it made of? The reason I ask you all these questions is we get on into more deeper levels. Words are vital. We hear it from people all the time. They're talking to us. They're on social media. They're in books. They're in movies. They're on the phone. Dogs bark, is that a word? Cats meow, is that a word? What is a word? How is it created? Is it just a sound? A grunt? Where does it come from inside of here? What part of me creates words and pictures? What part of an animal creates the reason to bark? How is a word created in us? Is it created in the biological brain? Chemical, electrical. Is it created in our conscious awareness? Are the five senses involved? Is this created in our subconscious? That guy down there, you know, that's way down here. How do they create words? Why would we need words? What do words bring us? How are they created? If I look at a flower, 
But I don't know it's a flower. Somebody told me it was a teddy bear. Okay, you call that thing a teddy bear. But somebody else calls it a flower. Now I have a problem. We have two different words describing the same thing. You have a word saying that's a flower. And somebody else says, oh no, 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 no. That's a teddy bear. Now what goes on up here? Confusion. Who do you believe? Which one is the truth? Why would somebody tell me a flower is a teddy bear? Is that what they believe it is? Is that the name they were told? How is that word created, though? Does it come from family? Does it come from our culture? Does it come from our faith-based areas? How, what in this system of biological brain the hidden man, the hidden person, the subconscious, and the forever spirit, how do these three parts create a word? How do they express themselves? Is it just through words? Just through communication? How? If I wink at you, is that a word? Am I talking to you? Can I talk to you with my hands? Are they words? Am I speaking a non-verbal communication to you? In Braille, they talk through dots. That we communicate. It's not just through dots, Braille. But when you're deaf and dumb, you can also use the hand. And that you learn that the hand gestures represent letters that represent words. Also, if you are deaf, they do sign language that you can see as long as you're not blind. So, how is the word created? Got any ideas? Is it created in your soul? Is it created when somebody talks to you? Well, where do they create it? Is it created in some unknown chemical reaction in your biological brain? Is it just a mixture of zinc and magnesium and dopamine and serotonin and uh, water? Is it just an electrical connection? Is that what a word is? The reason I ask you all these questions is that in order to grow spiritually and understand yourself, how you present yourself, how you communicate, how you grow, how you develop, how you are shaped and formed, words are a part of that. And when you are in relationships to people, words are a part of that. So you can't even understand yourself, other people, and the world until you understand how is a word created, the power behind it, the purpose of a word, its desires to rule and reign a system 
But right now we're just talking. How is the word created? What is the very beginning, the very source of a word? These are deep questions. I'm just going to kind of leave them out there for you so you can think. Maybe do some research. Okay? Point one. What source? Are there different sources for words? What happened if you got a word that sounded icky? Hateful. <coughs> bullying. Unkind. Unloving. Where's the source of that? Is the word a fruit of something? Is there something inside a human that is producing those hateful, bullying, evil words? Is that source a person? Is it memories? Is it, is it it's shaping and conforming from its culture? Maybe when it went into a faith-based uh, building and the leader up there is talking hateful. Does it come from books? Books are words. Books have pictures. They're words. Where does that word that source of that hateful, unloving, unrighteous, inconsiderate word come from? What part in a human is it coming from? 